Now, uh, I'm no artist, but I am a pretty good tracer, and I might be willing to trace something for you for like, you know, $1,600. No? Well, we'll talk about somebody who did pay $1,600 for something that was traced. Yes, that's right, folks. It is Tattoo Gate on the docket today. So have a seat over here at the Weird Kids lunch table. You're welcome to be our friend for the evening as we discuss some hot goss. I got Brittany (laughs) with me. Yo what's up what's happening and amber hello and i'm lilith somebody's got to run down for this yeah i think britney followed it the best didn't you oh my goodness do you remember uh, tattoo gate it was it was there, many moons ago it, was, it does feel many moons ago but i'm gonna just do a britney summary basically tattoo artist with big ego took a russ abbott course was like man this kind of looks like a tattoo mlm i love it took that concept was like hey i'm gonna overcharge all my clients unsuspecting client comes in it's like i would love this picture of a fox on my arm please something like this i really like your art tattoo artist is like ha 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 i am going to come in and i'm going to charge you sixteen hundred dollars for this concept sketch that looks like the crack fox from the mighty boosh don't worry my trash bin bitches i'm just enjoying my trash i'm a crack fox the client's like oh no this isn't the fox i wanted and the tattoo artist is like well too bad i have to charge you an extra two thousand two hundred and sixty dollars for an upgrade and to make a change because you chose the option where i don't make changes and then you find out that all that money she spent wasn't even the deposit for the tattoo it was insane it it was just the sketches So she's out thousands of dollars and of course she takes it to the internet. The internet's like, excuse me, what the fuck? This is a scam. And now this uh, tattoo artist's life is probably ruined. That's my summary, folks. That's how it went down. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. What's really interesting is that this isn't the first thing that was called Tattoo Gate. Um, <laughs> because our great home state oh, of God. Ohio <laughs> had that issue back in, what was it, 2011? We found out yeah oh yeah yep. with like the fo- yeah. the football players who i don't think it was a big deal so like the ohio state football players were getting like tattoos and deals on cars and stuff for being good football players from like local things and they're not allowed to do that so they were punished but that was also called tattoo gate so that was yeah. just like a little stupid. yeah that was just because, a little like, like they... fun tidbit since we're from ohio yeah it's just probably why in... like there's another tattoo gate now or why people named it tattoo gate because I think probably a lot of people don't necessarily know about football players from Ohio getting so, in trouble for getting tattoos at a discount. Well, that's like, something I wanted to bitch about here for a second because I kind of think those football players do deserve a little bit off the top. Right? Because they don't get paid and there's no, like, they, they can get paid. They can get yeah. injured in college and not even make it pro to they ever make money. their bodies. Like, one oh, yeah. of my old jobs, mm-hmm. I used to work as a front desk person at a pain care clinic, right? And we would get osu football players and they would be jacked up they gave their bodies for this sport oh yeah this guy's like shot at the nfl was decimated because of college football oh yeah because like he got injured yeah because they like they don't get paid and they can't accept any like gifts or anything which is ridiculous because they're allowed to use their name on merch 
merchandise. Mm-hmm. They're allowed to use their numbers or likeness the and get money. The school's got to make money. The school has to make money somehow, Lilith. How how else will the school make money? Especially a oh school as prestigious gosh. as Ohio State University. Hey, Ohio State University. You I gotta, refuse. You, make sure that right. you got oh no because there's an Ohio State University and then there is the Ohio State University. <sighs> so there has to be that distinction because well, there are two. It's a good thing that they never were able to trademark the word the the. the. Yeah. <laughs> like they attempted to. Oh, what are we getting into? <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, we don't have time to get into all yeah, of yeah. that. We've meandered quite a bit. There was a Tattoo Gate already. This is Tattoo Gate 2.0, technically. And the reason why things are called a gate is indeed because of the Watergate scandal. Oh, yeah. yeah. I asked this off mic before. When yeah, we were going so like, over Kate Gate. I was like, why is everything called Gate? Where does it open to? I think that it's because the building was the Watergate building. That, oh. that like, uh, Nixon? Nixon had raided? The scandal stemmed from the Nixon administration's attempts to cover up its own involvement in the June 17, 1972 burglary of the Democratic National Committee headquarters at the Washington, D.C. Watergate office building, per Wikipedia. I feel like as Americans, this is probably something that I don't think I remember learning this in school. Probably. (laughs) Briefly, that's like like elementary school, junior high history. Yeah, we We learned it once. I skipped around schools a lot, so it was probably because I just like was (laughs) at different places. It's good information to know because I think a lot of people are just like everything is a gate now i've seen kids on tiktok and they're like why is everything a gate and i'm like it's literally watergate <laughs> simple i think my my headcanon before was that it was like stargate so it was like <laughs> you're going through a portal into another world where this drama exists. where this bullshit <laughs> happens <laughs> yeah. like but- we live in the, the berenstain bears universe now when i grew up with the berenstain bears we are way- i still refuse i'm positive it's berenstain and i will die on that hill i don't care i'm part of that <laughs> alternate universe i got sucked into the wrong side that's why shit's been yep. so fucky we're in the wrong universe <laughs> oh yeah we all were born in universe e and we have transferred to universe a yeah that's, <laughs> that's, that's unfortunate that's, uh... for us maybe that's what <laughs> well, happened to this courtney chick for her tattoo thing oh yeah maybe she comes like from a world where her skills warrant that kind of a price no courtney's the chick that was getting the tattoo right oh yeah no. okay so i meant Lindsay. yeah Lindsay is the tattoo artist she's from i think they said ontario ontario Ontario. yeah yeah Lindsay is the one that transferred into this universe (laughs) and somehow didn't catch the memo that her skills are not worth as much here as they were in her previous universe did anybody look up any of her other work because i feel like i did oh i did see it when her instagram wasn't private it is private now surprise surprise and it was just okay i felt like i could have gotten that kind of anywhere personally but maybe we're just spoiled because we've been around and seen really good tattoo artists right like like my have really good tattoos my guy's been doing tattoos since well before i was born so yeah like like both of you have really high quality tattoos the ones that i've seen that you guys have are really nice looking very premium looking Um, right because like it's on my body forever and it's expensive to try to fix it (laughs) yeah absolutely i don't think that this person's work is necessarily awful but having people pay ultra premium prices you better be offering an ultra premium service right like that does not seem to be the case here i've got beautiful tattoos and i've not paid that much money for them and here's the thing her actual art like on her instagram and stuff wasn't that bad it was you know i could see where courtney as a client got attracted to the art and wanted a piece from her what 
drove me crazy is the quality of the sketch she provided after having the absolute balls, the giant testicles, to just be like, here's this art that I'm not going to change, that I'm going to charge you $1,500 for. And it looks like that. And she fucking traced it. Yeah, because that is the thing, because I'm a digital artist, and I, once upon a time, took commissions. And I show people, like, I make them pay me up front, and it sits in my PayPal so that when I show them the sketch, I can transfer it to my bank so that I've been paid. I do not show them a sketch that's as dirty, anywhere near as dirty as the one that she sent. Like it was so, it was like, I don't know how to describe it, but like when you do art, the first sketch you do is like real rough. It's real rough. It's fucking ugly. That is what this girl got sent. Like there was no cleanup work. It was bad. It was ugly. I would be embarrassed to show a client that unless it's a friend because I know that I show you guys when I've got a rough sketch. Yeah, because you're a work in progress. And my thing here is she picked a plan that included no changes. And if you're sending someone a piece of art that is going to go on their body and you're not expecting them to have any changes on it, then what you're sending them should be your final product. Yeah, it if should that be the line the art. Final product that was going to go on her body, then that would have looked awful. And that it would wasn't not... what she even wanted. Yeah. She sent her reference photos that she didn't even she didn't even trace off those that's what's crazy you're gonna just find a random fox image trace that and not even trace what she sent you (laughs) here's the thing it's not unusual for tattoo artists to trace i'm fine with that i actually design a lot of my tattoos that i get and just give the line art to my guy but like if you're gonna trace something it doesn't need to look that dirty well here's the thing too is that if it's gonna be something that's traced i don't think that she should have charged her all of this money for a custom design because what she was selling this person is a custom design made by her that is supposed to be a unique piece for her right like that's the whole point and the thing is is that that's not what she got and one thing i will say too is that the thing that she traced from i found a youtuber named julie joe and she does a lot of anti-mlm videos and stuff like that but she paid to go into russ abbott's space program like yeah it's like a launch pad thing yeah she paid for Launchpad to go in there to try and find out what was going on and stuff like that. And she got a lot of information, including a lot of information from the original artist and the original artist's perspective on this whole thing. So that's something I feel like hasn't really gotten out there quite as much unless someone's seen her video and reported on her video. Because that, to me, is some bombshell investigative journalism here. So the artist herself that actually did this piece said that she traced the fox in particular from a program called Midjourney, which is an AI generation program, like Night Cafe or something like that. So she actually got the original image from Midjourney. Huh. And actually, I can like share my screen so that you guys can see it because I have everything <laughs> pulled up just okay. to get you guys to react for this. Oh, this was no. the image that she was tracing from. This is still from when she was making the actual piece. That's not even um, what the chick wanted. No. Exactly. That's why but it this looks was, so bad. This was generated in Midjourney. And what you see on top of that is just her rough sketching florals around it. So yeah, she's tracing AI art. And the thing is, is that she's charging these extremely high prices and she's tracing the artwork. She's using an AI program. None of the stuff that is going into this is any of her actual skills. So what are you paying for? Her to just pretend like she came up with this on the fly and made this for you, even though it isn't what you wanted. It's a rough sketch and it also isn't original to her. I mean, it's the balls that the price point is 
is literally just for the sketch. It's not even the deposit for the tattoo. She's expecting separate for that. So you both have some rather large tattoos. Brittany's got like, bigger ones. Like mine like just did, is like, uh, I've got like a seven inch tattoo. I think that's my biggest one. Yeah. The one tattoo I have is literally the size of my entire thigh. Yeah. Yeah. So how much was all of that said and done? If you don't mind divulging. Probably 1200 with a tip. And that's two full day sessions. Yeah. So I spent okay. about 500 one day, 500 the other. Then I got, I don't know, I got like 400 off the deposit, but by the end of that i kind of like gave that all back in tip because i mean he spent each of these were like five six hour sessions per day so like that was his entire booking day okay yeah so for less than what she paid for this rough sketch that she never even got on her body you were able to get a full gorgeous having seen this beautiful tattoo that looks like really really good high quality tattoo for less than what she paid for a grody trace sketch yeah like yeah that's <laughs> like to me that she's not charging a commensurate amount for what she is giving people by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. And we're not saying tattoo artists definitely need to charge what they're worth. Oh, yeah. But this is an obvious scam. But here's this the is thing. Scam. Here's the thing. If an artist undercharges you, you can tip them. And that's exactly what Brittany was talking about. That's like, what she did. Like when I undercharge people, they feel that I've undercharged them and I feel like I've priced it fairly. They tip me. Like that's it's simple. Yeah. I don't send an invoice. I just say, send me this amount of money and then they send me whatever they want. Yeah, and I feel like that makes sense. Brittany gave her tattoo artist a big tip because they did a good job. They spent a lot of time on it and it looked beautiful. Take care of your artists as long as they take care of you. Exactly. And that's a running thing that we have. Take care of your artists. Pay yeah, your pay artists. your fucking artists. But <laughs> unless they're insane like this lady. <laughs> yeah, in this case, it's very clear that she is just completely taking advantage of people. I'll be honest, I have no tattoos. I don't even have one. You don't I have any? I have none. <laughs> so For some reason, I thought you had at least one. You would think. No, um, no I don't. <laughs> no. Unless, unless you count the little like gray dot in between my toes where I dropped a pencil and it like went through my skin and it's just... It's there now. So I have a dot tattoo, I guess, that I gave myself by just being a uh, perpetual klutz. But yeah, no, like if you don't count that, then no, I have no tattoos. I actually am coming at this from a outside perspective <laughs> but i do know business and i've worked on commission before not art commission but you know commission but we have you know seasoned tattoo receivers <laughs> here and also people who do commission and we have amber who does commissioned art so this whole thing has just been really interesting to see unfold and i love that it actually has a happy ending it did it got such a good ending so everybody that was super offended so many artists were sending her free concept art for her tattoo and they were reaching out like we'll do your tattoo we'll do your tattoo it finally got to the right person who was like hey I'm a well-known tattoo artist I will fly you out to come get this tattoo for free if you'd like we can donate your tattoo money to a cause I think what she ended up donating to like some fox sanctuary oh yeah 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 and I, I just love foxes and it's just so cute. It's adorable. I actually watched a little bit of the live stream and somebody that sent her, I think it was somebody that sent her a concept art had like put blueberries in it and she really liked the ideas and resonated with 
the blueberries. So her final design actually ended up having little blueberries in it. And that was something that kind of came up organically in this whole thing. And I just thought that was really wholesome. How long ago was the, did she get the tattoo? Because as of recording, it wasn't that long ago that she got the tattoo like live on TikTok, right? Yeah, it was like maybe a little over a week ago. Yeah, it wasn't that long. Although it feels like a million years because we were- There's been so uh, much going on. Tipping our toes into some other drama, which we'll bring up in future episodes once a little bit more comes out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We need some more info for other stuff. Absolutely. So just know that in the past week, two very big dramas have just blown up even more. And like we've been watching that. But we are telling the Tattoo Story Gate today because it's like got a nice little bow on it. It got wrapped up nicely. Yeah. I will say the artist that originally, the original tattoo artist that had charged absorbent prices to make a rough sketch for this person. She did respond through this Russ Abbott launchpad website and suffice to say, well, I'm not going to say suffice to say because I I do want to go over a little bit of it because honestly, it was awful. Um, Go ahead and read that shit. Her original response to this, I'll just read the initial part of it so that you guys can hear this because I think it's pretty important to hear what she thinks about this whole situation. Yeah. Good morning and thank you for wanting to hear me. I have taken silence and I understand how that may look to some of you. My life has been turned upside down in a way I could never imagine. This has been a journey like no other. I understand and can respect and appreciate the frustration for the client. Any anger towards me is a reflection of the compassion people have for the client. I understand. I also understand the frustration in my silence. I am grateful for this learning experience. I think all of us will have learned from this in the end. Against all odds, I am still choosing love and I challenge you to meet me there. There are always three sides to a coin and I ask that you reserve your judgments of me until I can share my voice. So this is just the first part of hers. And I hate that shit because the three sides of the coin, I know she's getting at that. There's my side, her side, and the truth. Uh, She Uh, showed us proof of the truth. Your sketch sucked and you charged her an exorbitant amount of money. Like, that's what that shit boils down to. Yeah. Three sides to a coin is kind of a weird thing to say. I get what you're saying, but still, when I first heard that, I was like, that sounds really weird. (laughs) Um, That was always a saying that I've heard because it's always, there's my side, their side, and the truth. And And the truth is always in the middle. (laughs) Yeah. And to be clear, having read all of this, all of this is directed towards people who are concerned about her client and not the client. Right. And the way she words it i'm glad everybody has sympathy for my client and empathy for my client however i challenge you to like meet me in the it feels like some new agey gaslighty bullshit oh absolutely pull out of their ass definitely honestly the first time i read this the whole time i was just thinking man this just sounds like my mom acting like she's apologizing but not because all she wants to do is move forward and not look in the past because the past is where she did something wrong and that would mean that she would have to apologize for something so she wants me to move on and her to move on so that she can feel better (laughs) instead of actually doing the thing that she would need to do to make me feel better about what she did to me. So (laughs) Hey Lilith. Hey Lilith. How long did it take us to get to childhood trauma? 27 minutes. Uh, (laughs) It was 27 minutes. (laughs) 
Yeah, do it again too. <laughs> oh man, we have a timer now to know. <laughs> it's the trauma of the day. <laughs> we need like a little jingle for it, like. Oh, do a little Dora spice to it. Be like, trauma. Oh, I'm totally for it. The the Dora the Explorer song is actually one of my go-to tunes when I make songs about things. Oh my god. That's so good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's essentially what she's doing. She doesn't yeah. want to apologize to the person that she hurt. She just wants to move on, and she wants them to move on without her doing anything that involves actual work and emotional labor. Right. <laughs> so that was the initial part of it. The part I find interesting is that she says, until I can share my voice. Now, like I don't know if there's going to be anything that comes out about this after we actually release this episode but I highly doubt that she's actually going to say anything and I think it's actually in her best interest that she don't at this point because if this is how she's going to respond no one will take it well and it will give renewed vigor to this whole drama and just start it all over again yeah and I mean let's be for real she's going to stay silent and she's going to keep doing what she does the only thing we can hope is maybe with the awareness out for Lindsay consider this an artist beware this is more like a client beware client beware of this tattoo artist do not go to her she will probably scam you she will probably still scam you i don't think she's gonna change her ways you know things will die down and she will do exactly what she's been doing and she's gonna bank on that and you know we can't stop that but if there's enough awareness out there to avoid her avoid her just save your money yeah absolutely did you already go so, over what the guy said russ abbott did oh so, yeah his canned response yeah yeah he gave a canned response before this stuff came out. He did release a thing. Not that I'm sure that anything was his fault, but I don't know anything about the guy. Um, I mean, it was his business model that she was copying off of. From what I've seen from other tattoo artists on TikTok, because I like fell into a rabbit hole with this, a lot of them brought up Russ Abbott and they brought up, you know, his business model and how predatory it is and how it does kind of give MLM vibes. I'm not going to call it an MLM, but that's the vibes that apparently give off and you know just looking at Lindsay's little pyramid scheme I see why <laughs> yeah and like his response was very much a non-response it also doesn't actually condemn Lindsay all that much he says that she's doing something wrong but also kind of says that she isn't so like he kind of plays the fence so that he can still keep getting money from her for like his classes or whatever I imagine but also try and satiate his audience even though uh, I don't think anybody's really buying it except for maybe the people that are just in his launch pad maybe which those are the people that are sending him money so I mean those are kind of the only people who need to in his eyes I'm sure but yeah while I think it kind of makes sense that he did apologize just so that he wouldn't prevent people from trying to buy his products or his tattoos or you know anything like that it was definitely not a good response I did find more of Lindsay's response she says anything I say I continue to get attacked hence my silence I'm not trying to be defensive I'm trying to explain I understand everybody wants the chance to give me their two cents and bury me alive. I'm already hung up. It's easy. Why not? So basically, she is playing the victim in this. She's basically acting like this is all happening to her and has nothing to do with what she did to her client or clients because multiple people have come forward about this person, both as clients and as interns or like potential interns. Remember that guy that stitched Courtney's TikTok and showed off his dragon tattoo only 
to find out that it was a tracing of Haku. Yeah. And he was super pissed about it. Haku scared it away. Yes. That was one of the other things I saw. He didn't even know that it was from Spirited Uh Away. Like, he had never seen it before. So he had no idea that his dragon that he thought was just like a dragon somebody made up was actually from a movie. But everybody else was like, ah, yes, that is definitely, definitely from Spirited Away. Yeah. If I remember right, it was a sticker or something that someone made that they were selling on Etsy or something like that that she had just flipped and traced. It's hard to, like, nail down exactly what art she used because it's a popular position to draw him in when he's in dragon form mm, that makes sense yeah so like there's a million of that kind of picture yes yeah, that makes sense but yeah that was really messed up and then there was another client that came forward that had paid it was like four thousand dollars or something like that for a tattoo from her and she was given one price and then she goes in at like 9 a.m for her appointment she comes for her scheduled time for her scheduled appointment and this artist doesn't even get to her until two o'clock in the afternoon does work for like two hours and is like oh gotta pick up my kids see ya and she charges a daily rate so she wasted this woman's time only did two hours of work and then wanted to charge her a whole other daily fee the next time she came in she's just not upfront about her pricing whatsoever from what it looks like all the people who have said something pretty much were given one price up front and it was not made clear what the actual pricing structure was when they actually went to go get the tattoo and then she gaslights girl boss and gatekeeps until they just give her the money yeah and she uses the police to do it too because that second person she did her last day's tattoo and she's like i don't want to give you more money because you've already made me pay more than twice what you quoted me for it and she didn't even actually do the piece that she originally said that she was going to do because she had done a design for her and it was originally going to be like a cover-up tattoo for this person and then she has the design made they have a plan all that stuff they have a scheduled time or whatever and then she out of nowhere just says oh by the way I can't do the the tattoo cover up so we're just going to do this part and then she's like well can we at least do this and then she's like oh well if you want me to change the design then you're going to have to pay another design fee when she was the one that changed the design it's just the actual balls on that I don't and people just going with it I mean I get it because at the time you know they feel trapped they've already laid out so much money do they walk away from the money they already put down and try to fight it in civil court like i mean i get what's running through their heads and why they feel trapped but man the way i would just turn into a super karen and make her life an absolute hell until i got my money back and walked out that door yeah from what the last girl i was talking about said the police came to her house because of this and they said that they had gotten a lot of complaints about her so the police definitely know who this chick is this is a pretty common thing apparently enough for a random cop that shows up at your house that was dispatched to your house to know exactly who she is and say like yeah this is a known thing and they also told her that there wasn't anything they could do about it that she can charge whatever she wants so I'm really curious if anybody's going to end up actually taking her to court over it because I think that yeah it all lands under a civil matter yeah so the police can't do anything and I mean if I was her I would hope the police get called on me while I'm trying to Karen my money back because I'd let the police
police know, too. You can't do shit either. Yeah. And I think that the average person is not necessarily going to think, oh, I should record absolutely every interaction with this person because it kind of seems like she does voice calls and video calls and things like that so that there isn't a record of the pricing that she gives. So in some of the previous things that were mentioned, she did a voice quote. Then after the fact, she's like, well, it's my word against yours. And you know how the police go. They are going to go with the business every time because that's basically who they think they work for, I guess, or who they work for, even though that's not how it should be. But yeah, I hope that somebody takes her to court on this civilly and gets themselves some receipts and stuff because it sounds like she's really actually kind of abusing these people. Yes. These are abuse tactics to get what she wants. Mm-hmm. Which, is, yeah, the, no, which is the same thing that Kate Gate Lady did. <laughs> like overcharging people just because you can. What like a shitty move. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Kate Gate took advantage of basically being the only bakery in a small town for probably miles. It's not a big town she's in, so there's yeah. probably not a ton of options. So people use what's there. And in this case, I mean, she just kind of gaslit everybody into what she wanted. That's what it feels like Lindsay did. Is she just, you know, there were other options, but she just gaslit everybody into a trap and then they felt trapped. Yeah. And because she has, you know, the police on her side and stuff like that, she can essentially just bully people out of more and more money. Like just like whatever she says that she wants to do, she can just send her popo goons after them and they will just fetch their money. You called them popo goons. <laughs> can we get that on a shirt? Uh, I, I'd wear, wear a sticker. Oh my <laughs> something. God. Is this going to end up being our first merch? Is just the popo goons? <laughs> popo goons. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Popo are goons. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Hashtag Pobo Goons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please remind me of that when we go to put this out so I can, when I tweet it, it'll be hashtag Pobo Goons. And nobody will know. <laughs> nobody will know what we're talking about until they listen to the episode. <laughs> it'll be a nice little a nice uh, little inside uh, joke for yeah. our listeners. Listen and find out. Right. <laughs> Instead of fuck around and find out, listen and find out. Yeah. Fuck around with your ears. Find yeah. out. <laughs> yes. Fun. About the popo goons. Oh god. Fuck. It's so good. I cannot with you guys. Just a, just a bunch of mentally ill fuckers trying to make a podcast. Oh, yeah. This is what you get. This mm-hmm. is the content you signed up for. It is because it's supposed to be we're just sitting around having lunch, spilling the tea. Yeah. Like and subscribe. Yeah. Fun fact, I do have tea and I am I, drinking it. I have coffee because <laughs> it's 930 at night and that's when I drink coffee. That's sane got- and reasonable and not at all an indication that you're mentally ill. <laughs> Brittany! <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. No. <laughs> Can't argue that logic. At least you're drinking it out of a pretty cup. Yeah, one of my custom, well, I guess it's not custom, but it is one of a kind because I am obsessed with Pottery by Danielle. I want one of her practical magic mugs so bad. I'm just waiting patiently for my time. I put myself on her little waiting list and I'm like, come on, come on. <laughs> I hope I, I hope this works out and I get one. I have a mug on the way right now. Ooh. 
Ooh, oh, one. I did see where you got that. Yeah, that was cute. Do we have anything else about Tattoo Gate? It um, really just wrapped up so nicely. It did. Like it had such a happy ending. I don't have anything else besides just dunking on Lindsay for just being a dummy. It's upsetting because yeah. like her work doesn't look bad. She just sketches poorly, apparently. Yeah, like I don't think that she would have even ended up in a big scandal like this if she wasn't just trying to scam people. I think she just puts no effort into her sketches. She's like, I'm better than this. Probably spent all of five minutes and sent it off and been like, this is what I expect. This is the quality I'm giving out and you deal with it. I'm looking at her tattoos listed on this one page and one of these quote unquote tattoos is clearly not a tattoo. It's just the line art transposed onto where it's supposed to be on the body. Oh, okay. Yeah, some uh, of these are like clearly not tattoos. Oh. They've been retouched. Mm, that's saucy. I am alleging that. This is allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. That is the pixels. The pixels. The pixels are sus. The pixels. Yeah. Sus. Oh my god, we are so unhinged today. This is... Man, I hope y'all signed up for some weird shit today. We've been having a week, guys. Yeah, we've been having a, a couple years. The, I've just been like reading through the rest of this just to kind of see what it is to see if it's even worth reading it. All of her response is literally just trying to get people to feel bad for her and just stop saying that she did something wrong. All she's talking about is how this hurt her and her feelings and... How how she's gotten all this hate over this and it's all about her and the i mean i'm sure it's hard to get dunked on by literally everyone on the internet and all of your peers because i mean there's a lot of tattoo artists that are out here dunking on her too so i mean i'm sure that's hard you know yeah. but you brought it on yourself i have zero sympathy for it do stupid shit win stupid prizes <laughs> That's yeah. just what happens. There have been people in the past who have had drama stuff come out where they've done something wrong and they've made an apology that was a real apology. And I think that when that happens, if you do a real apology where you're really taking accountability, you're really saying, okay, yeah, this was not a good move on my part. And you try to rectify the situation. People take very kindly to that. She would actually probably get more clients if she would have responded to this like a human being and actually apologized and tried to make it right because people love that not you know people love that like oh, like oh it's a good PR move but it's just a good move as a human being and people recognize authenticity yeah if she just gave literally baller customer service nobody would have even blinked an eye at her price gouging that's the funny yeah. part yeah if she would have looked at the situation with her and just been like oh okay I see that I wasn't clear about my pricing how about we forget this and we try this because I I don't think that a maybe 15 minute sketch on top of AI generated image, if anyone does it, is worth $1,600. That's too much money for something that is so very little work. And reading a little bit more of her response, she says that she's taking steps regarding her unhappy clients. I don't think that's true unless the steps she's taking is to try and silence her in some way, like a cease and desist or something like that, just based on the way that she's talking. Hey.
greetings from the future that is currently the present for me and the past for you, dear listener. It looks like past Lilith's premonition came true. As of July 20th, the second victim, Remy Q, posted a TikTok saying, Lindsay's lawyer sent her a cease and desist. They said that they will sue her for defamation, damages, and court costs if she doesn't take her video down, publish her attraction, and publish a formal apology to Lindsay. I'm happy to report that Ree is planning to fight this and currently has a GoFundMe to assist with legal fees during the process. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Because she's saying regarding the unhappy client, I'm taking steps there as well. But she's right. not she's not saying that she's apologizing to her. The original person that was talking about this, she has never received an apology or anything like that. She hasn't mentioned anything like that, which she's such a nice person. I feel like if she actually apologized to her, that she would say something about it because she's just a super nice person. <laughs> and this artist is saying that she's going to take steps. I think she's just lying to people in this forum just because it's not like people out in the wider world. I don't think she thinks that other people will see this stuff. Yeah, I just find it really fucky-wucky that she's telling these people, oh yeah, I'm taking care of the situation with the client. But she's not. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's it's a smokescreen. She's just trying to save her own ass because everybody's eyes are on her in her community. Yeah. Humility is one hell of a drug is also in this quote-unquote apology. And I find it funny because she takes none. <laughs> Like, like humility is a hell of a drug, but for who? Not for you. For whom? Like, you sure as hell ain't taking a toke of that humility. A toke of that humility? <laughs> like, like somebody's sitting here offering her a little humility, Jay, and she refuses to take a puff. I'm just saying. We just need, like, all of the Lilithisms. <laughs> Jesus. A toke of humility. Humility. Oh, God. I need, I need, to, I need to put this stuff in the fucking google talk god damn it <laughs> so if anybody's interested in that kind of merch let us know in any kind of comments that we may have and maybe that could be a future thing because why not yeah like if we say something and you think it's funny <laughs> please tell us oh yeah i will try to make it happen because we <laughs> are passionate about our craft and we have artists i'm an artist we've got artists <laughs> I- i'm not an artist i'm not even a regular artist i have no creative bone in my body you do i'm just a person you are creative you're right i I, I guess that counts yeah the the literary creatives i guess yeah even though this podcast contradicts that because i'm like (laughs) words how how do words (laughs) how do speak because we just don't have the brain cell that's right we share a brain cell amongst ourselves and it's it just depends on who has the brain cell i guess right now lilith has the brain cell because she She's been keeping this conversation going. They are popping off today with these uh-huh. Lilithisms. It's so good. I'm having a day. I'm pretty happy about it. Fine. I like making you guys laugh. <laughs> so let's go ahead and do a round of final thoughts here for the tattoo gate. I guess I'll start first because I brought it up. So my final thoughts is play stupid games, win stupid prizes. The tattoo artists got what was coming to them. You know, unfortunate karma. And I'm really glad that Courtney, the client, really ended up with a good experience in the end. So what started off as a really shit experience really turned into something cool and life-changing for her. And she got to travel and meet
meet a cool tattoo mm. artist. And she's got a beautiful tattoo now of her dreams. And I'm glad it came mm. to fruition like that. Yeah. I'm here, glad it worked here. out for her. She deserved it. That's my final thought. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Brittany said it pretty well. My big thing is that the sketch that this artist sent, I would never send something that dirty to someone. It was just not clean. And if you fuck up, because the artist did fuck up, that was on you, girl. You need to save face. You need to be able to like take a step back and be like, you know what? Maybe I fucked up. Because then you won't have what the internet did, which is like tear her apart. Didn't you say that like her Insta's even like private now? Her Insta's gonna stay private. I, oh, yeah. I just went there to look at it and it's still mm-hmm. private. Yeah. Do you know, at least this Courtney lady got a killer tattoo in the end because like it does look pretty bomb and it's, it's exactly beautiful. what she wanted from someone else. Lilith? Yeah. yeah, I'm with you guys. Our motto here is pay your damn artists, but I guess this time there's a little asterisk there unless they're trying to scam you. <laughs> a 15 minutes to hour sketch that is largely not even made by you. I mean, I just don't think that it's just a commensary with the price. And when you do something wrong as a business owner, as someone whose whole business is customer service, when you do something wrong and you've really aggrieved people like this, the best way is to really like look at yourself at what you're doing. You don't have to run away from it. You can accept that you've done something wrong and all you need to do is apologize, try to do your best to rectify the situation with the person you harmed and people will respect that and you will get more business. You'll get more business being a real person and a real human. The internet and people in general love compassion and humility. So tope that humility. <laughs> to it. You hashtag, said it's a hell of a drug. Hashtag, hashtag toke that humility. Hashtag toke that humility. Hashtag, hashtag popogoods. Popogoods <laughs> <laughs> are still my favorite. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I oh, think oh, so. My last sentence will just be choke that humility with the popo goons. With the popo goons? <laughs> Maybe it'll help. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe it'll help. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> with the popo goons? Oh, no. <laughs> All right. I think lunch hour's about over. Yeah. I hear that bell ringing in the distance. I got to dump my tray. Yeah. <laughs> Come take a seat with us next time at the Weird Kids Lunch. Lunch table pod. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.